0: and subscribe to receive our latest articles and special offers. And the best part? It's all free, just for you. This podcast is episode number 110, and it will be about passing your construction company to the next generation. There will come a time when you will pass your construction company on to the next generation, or you will sell it, or you will simply close it down. If this is something you are considering in the near future, or perhaps several years down the road, it is never too early to begin planning for it because prior planning prevents poor performance. Yep, the old five Ps. Planning hurts, because it involves thinking, which is some of the hardest work you'll ever do, and it is most profitable in the long run. Because just knowing the answers, or at least having a strategy for finding the answers, can mean the difference between a comfortable lifestyle and the all-too-common work-till-you-die treadmill that far too many contractors are on. I'd like you to start by asking yourself two simple questions. Number one, if your construction area is for sale, would you buy it? Number two, how much would you be willing to pay for it? There are some common contractor paradigms of the mom and dad contractor company. The first, most of them are dog and pickup truck or salt of the earth contractors. And I love them all. I've got a complete description of what those are at my website at wwwfasteasyaccounting com and just go to 4, forward slash 4. And you can read all about the different types of contractors. And just for those who are very um, computer savvy, you type in F-O-R, F-O-R-E, the number 4, um, F-O-U-R, it doesn't matter. They will all take you to the four different contractors. Another paradigm is construction companies are frozen in time doing business the same way they've done it since they opened the doors. That's a recipe for disaster because things are changing rapidly. This podcast is in 2015, and we're seeing lots of changes in construction in all businesses. The third thing that is a common paradigm that's a real problem is mom is doing the books, and she is so sick of it she is ready to divorce dad and start a new life. Guys, if you're having your wife to the books, you have no idea. I hear this all too often. Hey, all she's got to do is just push a few keys. How hard can that be? Well, it's sort of like, I don't know, flying a plane, operating a backhoe. Let's, let's say operating a backhoe. All you got to do is push a few pedals at your feet and pull some levers back and forth. I was on a backhoe one time. And I found out tobacco is the best thing on earth to find underground utilities. I found about three of them and finally got out of the backhoe. Much too expensive. Worse yet. Now this is, if mom's not doing the books, worse yet is an employee who's a bad bookkeeper, an incumbent bookkeeper, or an investment bookkeeper who's doing the books. I've got bad news for you. Most contractors cannot afford, unless you're enterprise, you really can't afford 150000 to 175000 a year for a qualified construction accountant. It's just not in the in the budget. So what you do is you wind up hiring somebody for $10, 12 $15 bucks an hour, and you think you're gonna be just fine. Well, that's what you got, is somebody who's $10, $15, $20 an hour. Um, somewhere between $20,000 and 40000 a year, and they just aren't that great. It's gonna be a real problem. Um, The uh, the next common paradigm I see is sons and daughters grew up and working in the family construction company and they're not allowed to initiate new ideas. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a contractor and you have sons and daughters working in a family, if they've been working in the construction industry for more than five years, ask them for some questions. Ask them for some ideas. At first, they're going to be kind of quiet and clam up, but given time, they'll introduce you to some wonderful new thoughts. And a lot of it, it's, it's good stuff. Another paradigm is that sons and daughters need to do everything themselves just like mom and dad did. I call this the quote-unquote Joe Hardway method. Joe Hardway's a fictional character from the 60s and a cartoon, as I recall. And Joe Hardway would cut his lawn with pinking shears. He would push his truck all over town rather than fire it and drive it. He would go camping and then get two pieces of wood, rub together to make the the sparks and and build his own campfire. If there was a hard way to do something, Joe Hardway could find it. Next paradigm I want to discuss is resistance having websites, cloud services, online data storage and retrieval and old, worn out office equipment. This is a real bugaboo. It it costs you a lot of money. You just don't know it. And the other thing is resistance to outsourcing your construction accounting. Um, that's primarily what we do. Is we do outsource bookkeeping services for contractors all across the country, the USA. I should be more specific, including Alaska and Hawaii. And more often than not, we can do it a whole lot less expensive than what well, you can actually hire someone to do it in house. It's it's usually less than what you cost to do in house. But it's done a whole lot better and it's wonderful. Enough said for now. The last paradigm we see a lot of times when they do finally let go, when mom and dad do let go, they want to take all the money they've been taking plus a little more so they can travel. I'm not picking on mom and dad. It makes sense. They worked their lives. we got to understand. The business can only do what it can do. So enough said for there. I want you to please understand. I love contractors. All contractors, because I've been blessed to grow up in a wonderful family, and that earned our daily bread as contractors. In fact, my stepfather was one of the greatest men I have ever known, and he was what I call a salt of the earth contractor. That's that contractor. He gets a dog in the dog and pickup truck all by himself. He gets a salt of the earth contractor. He has three employees, and the reason three employees is because they can hold one by the throat in each hand, and eyeball the third. Then you have the professional contractors, and there's the ones that have between, uh, say, 3 and 20 employees. Then there's the enterprise contractors, over 20 employees, and they do massive projects, maybe millions and billions of dollars a year. My stepfather was a solid year contractor, and frankly, I didn't really appreciate him until I was married, living on my own. Then once I discovered all the things I took for granted when I was living at home, like food, clothing, and shelter... My eyes were opened. Now thank goodness he was a patient man and he helped us make a smooth transition sure and I, despite my youthful it all arrogance, which gree his beard, that went away real fast. So if you are considering passing your construction coming to your heirs in the near future or perhaps several years down the road, it is never too early to begin planning for it. I want to give you th- I want to give you four quick steps to get you started number one is your story get a legal sized pad of paper and, or a word processor on your computer whatever you're comfortable with and write your story from the perspective of the future describe why you opened your contracting company when it opened and describe some of the projects the good and bad projects you worked on all the ones in the middle are just a blur and you'll have forgotten about them because you'll only remember the good the really good things that happened to you and the really bad things Everything else is just a blur. Write down what happened and which ones you had the most fun doing. Because most likely those are the ones you made the most money. And the ones that give you the most trouble are the ones you didn't make as much money. Step two, lessons learned. Yes, this is from project management. And yes, I do have a PMP certification. Write down what you would do different if you could start all over again. Which customers and projects would you avoid and which ones did you pursue? And list the reasons why for each type. Very important. Number three, step three, start over. Yep, you're right. Start over. Begin remodeling your current contracting company to be the one you would start if you could start over again. This may sound strange, but it works. I work with clients, contractors across the country all the time, one-on-one. And at first they resist it to no end, and after a while they start doing it, and when, the, when they get in the middle of it, it's great. And They get to the very end. Um, it's just wonderful. There's no question about it. Just because you've done the same thing over and over does not mean you can never change. You're not locked in. Change can be good. If you change correctly and effectively, and with a plan, don't just stop and then restart something. That can be a little tough. You see, Ray Kroc, who started McDonald's, he started out McDonald's as a way to buy land and generate enough money to pay the mortgages and taxes. Now, McDonald's has massive land holdings. He didn't start out to be a hamburger king. He started to be a landowner. Things happen. Good things. Now, many people end up doing something different from what they started after having discovered new and better paths, and you can do it too. Or a whole bunch of stories on people that have uh, tried things and, and adjusted and reconfigured, pick up some biographies, some books, some books on tape of very successful people. And you'll find that most of them started out doing one thing and ended up doing something else but was related. Number four, the board of advisors. Now, a board of advisors is not, I emphasize not, the board of directors. A Board of Advisors works for you. A Board of Directors is who you work for. Now, the Board of Advisors, these are five key people who you are likely paying for their services one way or another and not getting your money's worth. And you can go to my website, wwwfasteasyaccounting forward slash B, as in Baker, A, as in Apple, and read all about the Board of Advisors. I'm going to give you a quick overview of who they are. Number one, your commercial banker. If you're in construction, you need a commercial banker. Read all about it. Number two is your construction accountant. That's what we do. We handle all kinds of construction accounting. Number three, your tax preparer. And a word to the wise, they are not the same company. Do not let your bookkeeper construction accountant do your taxes. Do not let your tax preparer run the bus on your construction accounting and bookkeeping. There was a president of the United States in the 1980s who had a wonderful phrase, trust but verify. Trust your construction accountant, let your tax preparer verify. Trust your tax preparer, let your construction accountant verify. Number four, your commercial attorney. Your commercial attorney is who helps you boilerplate your contracts to begin with, uh, help you with your Learners of engagement, help you with all your hiring and um, that sort of thing with your employees. And number five, your financial planner. And that's the person that's going to help you transition in the long run out of your business into a nice retirement. And you don't have to be in your 60s or 70s or 80s to retire. It's whenever you're ready. Now, the key is to understand they are less expensive in the long run than you can imagine. And even a one-person handyman company can afford them. All right, that's the four uh, steps to start you out with. I want to leave you with the quick words of the wise. An old maxim I like is, quote-unquote, early to bed, early to rise, know your numbers, and advertise. We have something similar to the contractor success map and, and podcasts and web pages, and you can find that at www.fasteasyaccounting. M-A-P, which stands for MAP, obviously. So, I trust you will gain value from reading and listening to them. And if you have questions or are interested in some guidance, please email Sherry, our, our caller. And her email is S-H-A-R-I-E at fasteasyguide.com. Our office phone is 206-361-3950. Well, I hope this podcast helps you understand that outsourcing your contract bookkeeping services to us is more than just doing the bookkeeping. It's about taking a holistic approach to your entire construction company and helping support you as a contractor, as a person. We understand the good, the bad, and the ugly about owning and operating construction companies because we've had several of them. And we sincerely care about you and your construction company. That's all I have for now. And this just is one more example of how fast, easy accounting is helping construction company owners like you and we work with them all across the USA, including Alaska and Hawaii, put money in the bank to operate and grow your construction company. If you'd like to learn more about what makes construction accounting different from regular accounting, I encourage you to visit www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash C-A and download a guide. Public contractors and construction owners like you have no the value of outsourced bookkeeping services, and contractor coaching services for a long time. and I you know about it too. If you have any thinking about outsourcing your contractor's bookkeeping services, you're invited to download a guide to find the right contra- contractor bookkeeping service to fit your particular situation at www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash HS. I want to caution you that you, we may or may not be a good fit for your contracting company. This guide will help you learn what to look for now as, far as construction accounting. And thank you very much, and I hope you understand we really do care about you and all contractors, regardless of whether or not you ever hire our services. Bye for now, until the next episode here on the Contractors Success Map Podcast, where we remove contractors' unique paperwork frustrations. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on how to turn your contracting company into a process-dependent cash cow. Bye for now.